Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is brought to you by Hamul Casino, San Diego's closest casino. Real close, real friendly, real fun. Welcome to it. Five o'clock. Happy hour. Gwen and Chris. 97.3 The Fan, Chris Ello, Tony Gwynn Jr., Matt Scraby, together in our Odyssey Palace studios. If you're on your way home, a couple of things. Number one, take it easy. Uh, number two, if you haven't yet voted, detour on your way home and go get your vote in. In this crazy world of ours where people are throwing full cans of White Claw at state senators <laughs> driving by during a victory parade, we all should at least have our say. And the only way to have that say is to get your vote in. Um, well, look, I, I know there's a lot of people who think, well, I don't really get my say. But the only way you even have a chance, I should say, to have a say is to get a vote in, right? So go take the time to vote. Uh, polls close whenever they close. <laughs> I'm not a public service announcement. Whatever they close. (laughs) If you're on your way home, stop now. Don't wait. Don't wait around. Don't wait around any longer. Get your vote in. Get your vote. All right. So the guy throws the can. He's he's under uh, felony charges or whatever Uh, it was. Aggravated assault with a deadly weapon. What are the now? I'm throwing a full can of white claw. At a passing state senator, how much could uh, this guy be in line for if I'm, they lock him up and throw away the key? Just prefacing this with, I'm uh, going to a random criminal defense website where I looked up the penalties for aggravated well, assault with a deadly weapon. We know how good your random websites are. Uh, but this is actually a law office, and now they're trying to chat me and tell me that they're here for me if I ha- <laughs> if I need them. Anyway, uh, the it, it can range in a couple different. Uh, it can range anywhere from a few years to a few decades, but it depends on specific provisions. And in some states, this is saying that uh, a public office or servant of public office is an escalation of it. So it could be more than what we think it is. Mm. I would not want. I mean. Was it worth it to uh, throw this white claw can at Ted Cruz for a few years for a few decades? Probably not. It won't be for whoever's got to pay that bill. That's not going to be, <sighs> or the time that could come with it with the can. Yeah, I mean, this was not a smart decision by this gentleman who threw the can. And that's the message that needs to be sent to the rest of uh, America out there. No, you're probably right. This may discourage people from doing it. May. I say, discourage people. From <laughs> Hardly doing anything this. will keep. There, there, you know, <laughs> it, but, it, there stuff. was a time where you would say to yourself, "Man, I'd love to throw a can at that guy," but you wouldn't actually do it. We have now 
gotten out of that time where yeah. you are actually following through with the thought, every thought that comes through your head. Yeah, it would be like, oh, wouldn't it be funny if we threw the can at Ted Cruz as he came by and then he comes by and you drink the can? Right, like you, you don't you don't actually go through but it. But now it. it's like this social media. That, we were that's about where it's at. It's, it's clout chasing. It, it's We were talking about it last week with Rob Manfred and the guy who was on Reddit who yelled at Rob Manfred oh, yeah. about something. And I actually got a lot of different responses about that whole thing and the response of well he he gets paid a lot of money i used to be that guy i really did but i also believe in um, common decency to other human beings i'm not going to just yell profanities at rob manfred because it gets me on tape and repeat it over and over again by the way (laughs) (laughs) good call you walked right in i did i did but it's crazy the clot chasing is crazy i mean it i mean social media has i mean we see it all the time right you get on twitter the the twitter gangsters the twitter finger gangsters all the time it's just keyboard warriors keyboard warriors whatever you want to call them um it has emboldened i mean literally millions of them I, I'm not bringing this up to talk about Twitter, but I do think that Twitter, in its weird way, if it requires people to be verified to use the platform, then I, I think that's a step in the right direction. There are too many people that to can be create, verified by cash, by, by by yeah, by cash. Oh, or, well, but that that also means that if you have eight bucks, no matter who, but wouldn't you, you have are, to send in like a, a driver's license or a passport or something like that? I, I know that I you don't do verification know. that way, but it would be a step in the right direction to at least. Uh, not allow these people to hide behind their accounts, the the the, the trolls. But that's just for a blue check mark, right? Yeah, yeah. I but, mean, but if if the, it's not usually the folks with the blue check marks that are are just firing off the toughest characters ever. You're right, but it is placing some sort of barrier between just signing up to. Uh, signing up and using a burner to like, okay, maybe I have to send in my driver's license. Maybe I have to send in my my thing like that. I, I don't know. I know what you're saying, but it, I hope it does something because I even get hated on a lot. Like some guy the other day told me I had a terrible voice or radio. <laughs> I'm sorry, sir. I can't change that. <laughs> what did you say your voice sounded like? He just said you had a bad voice or radio. He just he just searched you out. You did you did there was nothing no, that prompted this. Not provoked at all. No, I put this on Twitter. I have no idea who this guy is. I woke up one morning. <laughs> Facebook Messenger said I had a message. I checked oh, it. He, he DM'd you. Yeah, he, I checked it and he said you have a terrible voice or radio. Wow. That but that's where we're at though. That's where he, we're at. he had time to hop on Facebook to tell you solely that and then hop off. I don't know this guy. Hmm. He's never called in, never identified himself as a listener. Just some dude. But anyway, haters. I digress. Lots of them out there. Uh, all right. Uh, let's see. Going on in sports today, not a whole lot. Uh, the NBA took the entire day off so that everybody could go out and get the vote in. Uh, college basketball, by and large, has the day off. Every team in the top 25 opened its season last night. The only team that played a close game was TCU, 14th-ranked team in the nation. Oh, we heard all about it. And we heard all about it <laughs> from our TCU correspondent, Braden Surprenant. I thought he went to Tennessee. Oh, nope. wait, no, I thought he went nope. to Georgia. Oh, nope. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I thought he went to Alabama. Nope. Oh, wait, wait. No, I thought he went to LSU. I'm sorry. Nope. Oh. TSU. Oh. TSU. I thought Texas he went to State. Texas State. <laughs> TCU. We know so much about TCU sports around here on this program. It is, we ought to honestly have a side show in Fort Worth. <laughs> we should. I mean, it's, it's ridiculous how much we know, thanks to Braden, on his way out the door every day. 
gives us a TCU update. Literally as we're coming on here. And, uh, yeah, their basketball team was favored by 35 points last night against Arkansas something or other. Pine Bluff? Yes, Arkansas Pine I re- Bluff. Do you know why I know that? Because no. Braden yelled Arkansas Pine Bluff in the door before he left. It right. stuck with me. Well, Arkansas Pine Bluff almost beat TCU. They only lost by one point. Otherwise, all the ranked teams won on opening night in men's college basketball. So there's not a whole lot on the scoreboard type stuff tonight. Uh, there are some NHL games, but only a handful of those. College football, they did have the latest uh, playoff rankings released about an hour ago. As expected, Georgia sits number one. Ohio State uh, stays number two. Michigan slides up to number three. And the one uh, big reveal of the day, Braden, TCU is number four. Oh, he's got to. Oh, now you're booing them? No, I got to give him credit. Are you going to boo all of TCU just because Braden's a big fan and a former well, I I understand. Former student? I know. Yeah. I understand why you booed because we're gonna have to hear about them being four for at least till the next ranking. At least till next week. Yeah. yeah. Well, shout out to at TCU. least until next week. I gotta give TCU credit. I mean, they're playing good football. Why not let them in the the top four? Too late. You already booed them. You can't now turn around and give them credit. You literally booed them on on air. I did. I was in your control, yeah. and your finger hit the boo button. Uh, you're right. So there can't you have, have any it. TCU loving over here in this corner. Yeah. This is really not a good news day. The NFL, there's nothing new on Tuesday because every team has their day off on Tuesday. It'll be interesting to see what the uh, fallout is on the elbow of Josh Allen. Oh, oh yes, that's uh, a big one. Yeah, that's going to be a big Wednesday. One tomorrow. Tomorrow's tomorrow going to we'll be a huge. Find out some some news on that because uh, that could, in my estimation, change things quite a bit in the AFC. Um, if Buffalo lost Josh Allen, then that would, I mean, open it up for a whole bunch of teams. I, I, I still think Buffalo is the class of the league, but Jets shot him down the other day. Give him the Jets a little credit. I, 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 I just don't think the Jets are quite ready to make as big a step as they're making. But the NFL is a little different now. Remember Certainly when didn't stop have... you from picking them as the upset I game. Know. I got lucky, and now Tony doesn't want to play our pick em <laughs> game anymore. Well, so I feel bad. It was a 13-point Swing for you? It was a 12. It was a big... That's a lot of points. That is a lot game. of points, and I don't know why the Jets were underdogs by so much, but Chris, that was a great pick. Well, <laughs> I think it may have ended the, it was the game. It definitely ended the game. I'm, I'm playing basically <laughs> until we get to the playoffs where it starts over again. Uh, you're going you're gonna to make a... You, you may... One game. I, 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 this give is me my an example. Att- this is my attempt of I'm doing my ex- Chris Ello impression right are. now. I'm playing... That's, you're playing you're just, possum. <laughs> <laughs> like this week, Washington plays the Eagles. The Eagles are favored by 11. I will prick the Eagles. You can pick Washington as your upset and cut the lead in half on one game. I know. This, favorite quarterback, this is where you start. This, this is where you start chasing it, though. You start chasing that upset. I've done this. <laughs> I've done this. I've done this a, a few times in my Chris versus Tony uh, NFL pick'em. Yeah. Uh, you start chasing that upset. All of a sudden, you find yourself further and further back. Would you say it took you a good two years of playing this game to figure out the strategy? To have a strategy, it did. Oh, yeah. it did. Last year, it did. you used it to perfection. It did. I mean, you were. In fact, you were leading all year last year, and I don't. I don't think you ever really gave me a shot to catch you. You closed the year. gap, but I was able to. Yep, you hung on nicely. Separate. So, all right, separate. we'll get back to our pick. What have you there. done we for didn't me do, You know, what we didn't do today, guys, is our uh, fantasy football update, which I'm pretty happy about. We frankly. should talk about it right now. I think we should. You, all right. 
You guys go ahead because I'm really hardly involved. Scraby beat me this week, and I congratulated him already with a text. And I so, will have to say that 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 Chris, I, I was not aware that I won until Chris texted me because I stopped watching thinking Chris, Chris won. Chris is a master at disarming you before you can get him. That's true. He did it to me two weeks ago. He did it to you with the text. I knew exactly what he was doing when he sent it. He disarms you, and then it's not as fun like picking at it anymore. No, it's not. I won by 14. Thanks, Patrick Mahomes. I was- yeah, thank you to Patrick Mahomes because, <laughs> I mean, I was playing a couple of guys in that game and actually doing okay. Nicole Hardman had uh, Nicole Hardman 20 had points a nice for game. you. Yeah, but every time I turned around, Patrick Mahomes was running 60 yards for a touchdown. Chris, Chris, I, I, I will say you're in dire straits with these running backs, though. I mean, it's, it's tough. It's they tough for you. Just terrible. Uh, well, he started Eno Benjamin and Isaiah Pacheco. And I'm he, sick because I'm sick of tired of starting DeAndre Swift and watching him hardly play. <laughs> yeah, that is rough. Even though he's my number one pick. You have that Rashad White from uh, the uh, from Tampa. You yeah. can start playing him. Why? But <laughs> why he says it's not. I mean, he doesn't play. Yeah, I mean, I have a whole team tough. worth of guys who don't play. So that's true. And, uh, that's why I'm in dire straits. So anyway, I moved to I moved to five and four. Now our division, Tony is the East Division, which I don't really understand that we have home and away records in this ESPN league, which is And, and West and East Division. Yeah, I don't understand. I understand maybe the divisions, but the home and away record, I don't understand at yeah, all. Yeah, there's no advantage to being home or away. No, it, it, it That's has, in every fantasy league. Yeah, they make not it Not Yahoo. Oh, Matt Yahoo. Well, I did You know what, Scraby? Then you you want to be the commissioner, buddy? Yeah. No. Then you do it. I'm just saying. I said it was strange that they have home and away records for a fantasy I football. Some league. I felt personally attacked. I don't attacked know why there. you're so personally attacked. Chris is giving me the looks like you attacked him. <laughs> you should feel the way you feel uh, right I, now. Listen, I don't make the East to West. That's just how anyway, they do it. Yes, uh, all of us, Tony, except for one, are tied at five and four. You, Coach, myself, Chris's wife, and our old friend Will Galvez at four and four. John, John Flint. Uh, having a rough year. He started 3-0. and He's lost six in a you row. You know what? Good. John Flynn <laughs> has been at the top of the leaderboard ever since we started doing this. True that. He has yet to experience the bottom. So, John, you know, I'm, I, I'm sorry that you're losing, but I'm Welcome not sorry. Welcome to my hellhole, <laughs> John. This is how it goes. <laughs> uh, Chris, you're at 3-6 and six right now. Tony did win, by the way. He's 5-4. and four. He leads the entire um, East Division somehow. Probably the head, big head bad record. East. Uh, Chris, you're at three and six, and I'm not saying that to be mean. I'm saying that because you're still, still got a in shot. this. You rattle off a couple wins. You get to I nine would have a shot if I had a running back, but I don't. Yeah. So that's why I don't really feel like I have I a shot. I only know who was it, Eno's Benjamin? Is that what you Eno Benjamin, yeah. I, the only reason why I know who that is <laughs> is because I was searching for running backs, and he was like on the scrap he heap. Up, and yeah. I was like, ah, oh, yeah. I put I him, him, in, my, I put him in my little queue. Uh, yeah, he got to play a couple of games because James Conner was out, but now James Conner's back. So, my, I, I mean, you know, I look, I had two of my starting running backs go down for the year, and my third starting running back is really a second-string guy now, DeAndre Swift. So, my team is, you know, like we said, in trouble. But Lori's I'll team, your on. wife, is... Uh, yes, Lori's doing fine, which is really making me happy <laughs> on the house. She's won three in a row. Yeah, Remember yeah, when yeah. she thought... She thought the season was over, yeah, too, three weeks ago. She scored 135 points over the weekend. She had a good game. She good did. game. She's got a nice little team, and uh, she's starting to feel, feel uh, her oats again. She has Justin Fields, which was... She drafted him, right? No. Oh, she picked... You picked... 
I she, helped her pick him up. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I dropped Which him. Which is amazing how Tony dropped him. I dropped, oh, you him. dropped him. I dropped yeah, him. Yeah, I, you know, she needed Winston. a quarterback a couple of weeks ago, and I said, I don't know, this guy could be the guy. You know, because he'd come off the one good game against New England. So he was. I think I dropped him. It's amazing him the kind for of. Gino, though. Why do I mm, give her sense. the best? Because you love her. I give her the best advice for her team, but my own advice for my own team is horrible. <laughs> well, you know there's consequences to bad advice to, to your wife. <laughs> Good point. There's not consequences to you just upset with yourself. Yeah, that's true. True that. True that. All right. So there's our fantasy update. By the way, Braden leads everybody with a 6-3 and three record in our division. He has the most points scored. So we have our choice when we see Braden every afternoon. We can hear about his fantasy team or <laughs> TCU. About TCU. I'd rather TCU. hear about TCU. Neither, <laughs> of them, neither of them are too appealing, I must say. All right, we'll take a break. Come back. More Gwen and Chris is on the way as we continue rolling along here on Election Day in America. And uh, the happy hour on Gwen and Chris after traffic. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. 523 on the clock. Tony Gwynn Jr., Chris Ello, Matt Scraby. With you for a little over 30 minutes left in our show. Um... I was going to say, you know, we were talking about how bizarre um, we this the world really has become. And it brings me to this next kind of story about the World Cup. It's in Qatar. Very good. You're proud of yourself that you pronounced that right. <laughs> I know. I know. It's been Qatar He's all day. worked on it all afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> it's been Qatar all day, and then I finally have come around to Qatar. Uh there's a story that came out today about, uh, I don't know if the right word is disgraced, but the former head of FIFA who was accused and he was recently acquitted of bribery by, I think it was the Swiss uh, government. They kind of, they said he was not guilty basically, but he came out with some comments about Cutter being too small uh, to host a World Cup. 
for those who don't know, Qatar, Qatar is in the Middle East. Uh, they have a lot of money. They, they they have a boatload of money. And one of the reasons why I, I can't remember is it is it bladder? I can't. Uh, it's a set set bladder. Yes. Bladder, right? He was What's his first name again. It's either Sep or Step. I think it's Sep. S E P. Yes. Sep Bladder. Sep Bladder. Yes. So right. Sep. What's it short for? September. Uh, Joseph. Wait, what? Yeah, this is what it says right here. <laughs> it's short Joseph. for. It's not short for Joseph. That's just his. It says Joseph Sep Bladder. Okay, mm-hmm. so that's just maybe a nickname. Because Joseph is Sep is definitely. I've never. I know a bunch of Josephs. I've never heard Sep as the short. Well, term I'm gonna start of it. calling him Sep. Okay, anyway. <laughs> uh, part of the reason why he was uh, removed or voted out was because of the bribery. And it, I found it interesting that he is now saying that Cutter is, you know, too small when his name was... Not equipped when he's, his name was connected to, with to the, the bribery of, of them having it. it there in the first right. place. Right, it's just, it's a bizarre world, for sure. That is such a bizarre world. <laughs> uh, Aztecs got a victory last night in their uh, first, you know, Real game of the season, Cal State full, and they win by 23. Bo Scraby and I went back and forth about the spread being too big. Turns out it was just right. and Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah it was exactly right. <laughs> the Aztecs, uh, although in the first half, as you heard Mark Ziegler say earlier, if you didn't hear that, you'll hear it in the next segment, uh, talked about how it didn't look much different from other San Diego State teams. That changed in the second half um, as the Aztecs could proceeded to shoot the ball much better. They shot the ball 42% in the first half, 65 Ooh. in the second half. Boy. And the depth really started to show for this Aztec 65%. ball club. 65%. That's going to win a lot of games. I'll say this. It's uh, November the 8th, Tony, December, January, February, March. So we basically have four months, right, until they selection Sunday. Aztecs can go home. They don't have to worry about it. Joe Lenardi today his bracketology came out. The Aztecs are already a number five seed headed to the West region in Orlando where they're going to face Toledo in the first round. There's no need to play the season. No, we Joe's already right got it figured out. <laughs> Chris has an issue with people who predict things. Well, I think We both have a prediction when it's predicted. I think it's fun, but this is a little ridiculous. It <laughs> played one game. This is, this is almost like the preseason rankings, basically. Yeah. You know, nobody's played a game. How could anybody be ranked? Can he even possibly know? Where the Aztecs are going to follow, I, I guess fall, as it were. Good. <laughs> I mm-hmm. guess uh, throughout the offseason, though, all the article. Well, I guess not throughout the offseason. Recently, I've been reading a lot of articles about who's the best mid-major college basketball team, and the Aztecs are mentioned in the top five every single time. It's I very nice to get the mention, but uh, you know, the Aztecs better realize that. The mentions are only going to take you so far. You're going to have to prove it out on the court. And it's, you know, they got a tough challenge. I mean, BYU always gives them a tough time. Stanford, uh, where they play next week, is listed among Joe Lenardi's first four teams out of the bracket. So that means that Stanford, he must think, has at least something good there. And then we already talked about that Maui tournament that's a a minefield ahead for the Aztecs. So, who's the team that is the team to beat coming into the year this year? In the Mountain West, just every, uh, North Carolina's of, college basketball. One. North okay. Carolina's number one. They lost the championship game to Kansas last year after leading by sixteen, and they oh, brought almost right. everybody back. We were at spring training. I remember that's watching that right. game. They walked them down to win that game. Yeah, 
But uh, they're certain, listen, the Aztecs are certainly going to be tested. As you mentioned, Brigham Young, Stanford, the Ohio State, Arizona, Cincinnati in that Maui uh, classic. Um, Braden was telling us that the, the Aztecs are the – you know, on paper, the worst team there. I don't necessarily yeah, buy Braden, that. Braden, stick to the teams you know about, <laughs> yeah. will you? Come on. <laughs> Purple man. But they're, Purple they're, man. They're, they're definitely uh, they're going to be on tested. On paper, they're the worst team there. They are not. They're not. That's what I said. They're That's not. What I said. Cincinnati's not even a – Cincinnati's next four out, and they're in that tournament, and San Diego State is rated number five. So on paper going into the tournament – the Aztecs are certainly rated better than Cincinnati. Doesn't mean that they yeah. are. Don't talk about our Come Aztecs on, Braden. like that, Braden. I, I Braden, can you're imagine... already on, Braden, you're already on thin ice on this show. <laughs> I can imagine uh, him saying that, even though I didn't see him, because he'll be like, you know, on paper, the Aztecs are the worst team in the Maui Invitational. <laughs> That's exactly how he said it, too. And it would be like, hey, whoa, whoa, hey, chill, whoa. man. Yeah. Or, you know, Calm down. No one's talking about you're your stupid to, horn frogs. Yeah, you're lucky I got to do this show right now. Go on out the door, man. <laughs> They're taking out. Hey, look, the Aztecs play Ohio State in the first game of that Maui tournament. Ohio State's number nine seed going into bracketology. So. Yeah. So on paper, wow. it sounds like the Aztecs are ahead of them, too. Yeah, so take that. So they're not the worst on paper. <laughs> Let's get to break. When we come back, if you miss Mark Ziegler, we'll play that for you. Plus, Chris brought an interesting T-shirt in today. <laughs> oh, I forgot <laughs> about this. Yeah. When are you going to model that for us? We cannot wait to talk about it because it's a very, very unique shirt. You don't see these type of T-shirts very often. Scraby's going to be the only one in town with one of these. <laughs> i got to know more about this. More going to Chris all the way. Welcome back to the program. 536. First of all, i got to give you some, some props, man. You made it through four hours with no glasses at all. Yeah, I know, and I've been kind of squinting the whole way. But Do you have a headache? Not yet, but thanks for letting <laughs> me know about it. I'll keep an eye out for one. Uh, yeah, no glasses today. I uh, left them in my other bag. Uh, Scraby? Yeah. Got a little interview for us with uh, Mark Ziegler. Yes. Sango Union Tribune. Before that, though, attempted yeah. to give you a little gift today. <laughs> and uh don't know that it's going to quite work out, but you did tweet out a photo of this shirt that we Yes, at Matt Scraby, also on Instagram, I've, at Matt I've Scraby. never seen a shirt like this in my life. Yeah, my... Uh, I hadn't seen it either. My wife uh, FaceTimed me the other day from her shopping spree and said, what do you think of this shirt? And I like to make her happy. So I said, yeah, it's all right. looks pretty good. Bring it on home. So she did. I didn't like the feel of it. And uh, so I tried to pawn it off on Scraby. But unfortunately, he didn't like the feel of it I'm either. too plump. So. I'm too plump for it. Can we, can we uh, talk about the shirt, though? But the shirt itself is kind of a one of a kind. It's the unique. more yeah. we think about Just it. Just tweeted out at Matt Scraby. The more we think it. about it, this is a one of a kind shirt. They're, they're, this who is, has one of these? This, it could, this could uh, rival the player jersey. Really? It could rival that. You think there are going to be people? In no, 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 no. I didn't say people oh, were going to buy oh, it. I'm just saying okay. in terms of the product itself, right? You get the shirt jersey that it's not a jersey, but it's a shirt yeah. with the, the logo and the number. Right. This is the umpire version of that. It looks like you look, if you wore this shirt out, you would look like you're a Major League Baseball umpire. It's got the or, or logo. Le- yeah. Or at least a fan of one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I don't know. Does anybody, I mean, everybody's a fan of somebody out there. And everybody's got a jersey of their favorite team. 
Nobody wears around an umpire's T-shirt. I have you never would seen stick it. out. You'd be one of a kind. You certainly You'd be would the be. only one, Scraby. I, I'm, just, I'm not against the shirt. If you could just, I just need to fit into the shirt. It, yeah, it does. Well, that's fair. It does. It, it I fits mean, snug. It feels the feel of it, the texture. You know, T-shirts with embroidery on there. You know, especially where this one is located, it's right on you know your chest. Yeah, it could be a little uncomfortable. Yeah, you know, if they could create a shirt for Cowboy Joe West, I think they could find a shirt. Evidently, for me. the umpires probably had a hand in creating this shirt, and that's why it's come out so awkwardly. <laughs> yeah, it is pretty awkward because, like, the tag is a. I, it's a where did it's she a, get it's, this? First of all, it's a majestic shirt. It majestic. is. It's, a, it's like a before, legit shirt before Nike took over the uniforms. Majestic made everything. They were the uniform. They were the uniform people. people. So, you know, I just found it unique that I've never seen an an umpire jersey. No, and uh, no one. This has. is this is of its kind. It's amazing. Well, we're going to keep it here until after Thanksgiving and the holidays when Scraby trims down. Right. Right, and then we'll still that. have it here for him. Good luck. I believe, I, I believe in you, Scrape. I believe in you. Thank you. I've been uh, doing a lot more exercising. That a boy. I don't even think I would get that shirt over one of my arms if uh, I didn't do Back the, in the uh, day. that exercising. Hmm. hmm. Okay. All right. Interesting interview we had with Mark Ziegler today. Not only talking about last night's Aztec victory over Cal State Fullerton, but the very latest on San Diego State joining the Pac-12, and also the very latest on whether or not San Diego State soon could lose its uh, excellent and great athletic director. Here's all that stuff. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medella. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame. Two more reps, two more. You deserve this ice cold reward. Modelo, the markable fighter. Trick responsibly, beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out of market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Joining us on the Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad fan hotline, Mark Ziegler of the San Diego Union-Tribune. Prior to that, Stanford University. Where I was yesterday, Mark Ziegler... Thinking about you as uh, we went to Maples Pavilion last night and thinking about what you said about the venerable old place, which I believe has bench seating still up in the upper rafters where the Aztecs men's basketball team will play on November 15th. Good to have you on the show. And uh, you were everything you said about Stanford was correct. It's going to be a tough place to play. Mark, are you there? I'm here. Oh, oh my buddy. gosh. Thank you. All right. Scraby, there's no way Scraby had the wrong button. <laughs> no, nah, not at all. 
That would that never was, happen. That was he was working. No, he was working his magic. He was. That's, that's what right. he was doing. He's he was trying. back there turning dials and that's getting right. things perfect. Yeah, Mark, so did, you hear my, did you hear my diatribe about Stanford? Or <laughs> I did. I did. Oh, okay. I want to know how many teams play non-conference games with both their men's and women's teams in the same. Uh, venue? Yeah, not many, but the Aztec women apart. tried last night and. I'll tell you one thing, that Stanford women's team might be able to give the Aztec men a game. That's how good they are. I know. So. Yeah. Man. I think, the, I think the, the, the men's game will be a little bit closer. Yeah, so it'll be definitely closer <laughs> than that. Uh, before we get into some of this other Aztec stuff that's been definitely on my mind and Tony's mind, just your thoughts, basics on last night's uh, season opening game for the, the men's Aztecs winning over Cal State Fullerton, good and bad. Well, I was sitting there in the first half, and I'm, you know, we heard all this hype, but I've seen it every day in practice about how this is a different team. They got all these offensive weapons. They're going to run. They're going to score. They're going to be this offensive juggernaut, and it's not going to be like last year where they have to grind out games their defense. And I'm sitting there in the first half at 32-25, and then I'm looking at the the staff going, "Wait a minute, this looks this just looks just like last year." I mean, what, what's what's all the commotion about? And then seven minutes of the second half, we're like, okay, I get it now. And, I mean, that was really, really impressive, those seven minutes. I don't think we saw seven minutes like that all of last season, maybe even the season before that. Uh, they, they put up points in a hurry, and it was in impressive fashion. It was, you know, turning them over. It was fast breaks. It was guys hitting different guys hitting threes. It was guys slashing down the lane. Uh, it was everything. And, and, I mean, I'm sitting right behind – the Fullerton bench, and you could just see it in the eyes of their coaches. They were powerless to stop it. They just It was this wave that washed over them, and they tried calling a couple timeouts. They tried some subs. They tried to slow it down, speed it up. I mean, there's nothing they could do, and, and that's kind of what this team could be. It could just be this team, and you get that feeling when you play Gonzaga. I don't want to compare them to Gonzaga, but you get that feeling when you play them. They just have too many guys, too many weapons, too much depth, and just wave after wave of sub, and, and sooner or later they're going to hit you with a 10-0 or 15-0 run, and the game's over, and that's kind of what happened. Mark, that's the thing that stood out to me when you look at the stat sheet. I mean, the distribution in the shots, right? Four, six, ten, seven, seven, nine. And it seemed like that wave, that depth in that second half just was overwhelming to Cal State Fullerton. Um, that seemingly is the strength of this ball club, the depth. Yeah, I, I'd agree with that 100%. I mean, every time you heard the horn, you look up at the scores table, and it wasn't just one guy coming in for another guy, situation sub. It's two or three, sometimes four guys coming in. You're looking at those four guys coming in, and you go, well, these guys are all studs, and they're all bringing you all the – you know, they, they, they take out Jaden Ledee, who's 6'9", 240, and wait, here comes a freshman who's 6'8", 240. Mm. And, and uh, well, Darian Trammell's coming out, and they're like, oh, good. We have to worry about that guy. Oh, wait, here comes – here comes Lamont Butler, and oh, Matt Bradley's coming back in now, and oh, this Micah Parrish guy can shoot threes, and Adam Seiko can't leave him open, and you know Nathan Mensah was playing well, and it's just it's one guy after another, and I think that's kind of it. I think you know their sweet spot's going to be early in the second half because mm. I think teams might be able to, to fight their way through the first half, but you get in the second half, you start, you got your fresh legs again, and then you start to get a little winded, and 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 coaches have a decision to make: do I want to put in my second string who isn't nearly as good as my first string, or do I want to stick with my first string with tired legs? And that's kind of where the Aztecs are going to hit a lot of teams, right in that you know, 15 minutes to 12 minutes to go in the game. Mark, uh, BYU's coming up on Friday, and uh, Tony and I talked about this a little earlier. I mean, BYU's always kind of been 
you know, one of our great rivals here in San Diego, even if BYU doesn't think so. What is the enthusiasm like around this San Diego State men's basketball team? Talk about the, the feeling in the crowd and where does it compare to seven or eight years ago when Steve Fisher was filling up the gym every night and it was the hottest ticket in town? I mean, it's, it's, you know, it's kind of gone back and forth. I mean, a, a few years later, they were a Sweet 16 team and they kind of had it rolling again and it, it dipped a little bit and you had the pandemic and it started to come back last year a little bit. I think the VAX mandate kept some people out of the arena and, and, and maybe fear of COVID did a little bit uh, and people were a little held back, but it's back now. I mean, I was blown away last night for an opener against Fullerton a team. They're supposed to beat pretty easily. And they did uh, not only was the student section full, they didn't leave. This was mm. in football where they're gone at halftime. I mean, they, they were there the whole game. They were cheering. It was loud in there. And it was just sort of a, you know, you could just tell this was a tune-up for Friday night because you know how San Diego fans are. They want a piece of BYU. (laughs) I don't know how good BYU is. I still think it's BYU and it's going to be a close game because it always is. But, uh, I mean, people are revving up. I think it's going to be crazy in there on Friday night. Um, And the students, I mean, they're back. And they're fired up for the team. Uh, And, you know, for them on on a Monday night, uh, in the rain, you know, to have to walk in the rain. It's, it usually takes a lot to get students to to, to walk in the rain anywhere, but to, for them to come out in the rain and, and be as vocal and as packed in that student section as it was is a pretty good sign, I think, for the crowds this season. Mark Ziegler, San Diego Union Tribune, joins us here on the Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad Fan Hotline. And, and Mark, I, I'm curious to know what do you think about Matt Bradley as it pertains to this depth, this newfound depth the Aztecs have. I remember last year he got off to a slow start, and he shot 2 of 7 yesterday, and I totally expect him to be more efficient from the field as we move forward. But with that added depth, are we expecting him to to reach the level of scoring that he did last year? Will he even have to with this newfound depth? You know, I don't think so. I mean, and and just look at last night. I mean, they scored 80 points, which matched the season high that they had last year. I have to go back and see what Bradley scored in that game last year. I think it was a, a fair amount. Um, I mean, who would have thought they could score 80 points and Matt Bradley doesn't make a basket yeah. in the first half and finishes two of seven and eight points. They don't need him to score this year. They're going to need him in some games, but they didn't need him last night and some nights they won't. So that's the first piece. The second piece is that, um, you know, he has to adjust to a new role. He, right. he is a catch and shoot player. He's playing with a lot more weapons out there. He doesn't need to score. Uh, and, and the third piece is I think, Defenses, I mean, they're going to look at the, the film from last year. They're, they don't have a feel yet for this team and how good Darian Trammell is uh, and how big Jane Ledee is down on the block. Um, and so I think initially, at least, you're going to see teams, and you saw it last night, they're going to tilt the floor every time Matt Bradley touches the ball, and, and he's the number one focus in the game plan. We've got to stop him. We've got to stop him. And that worked last year. If you could stop him, you could stop the Aztecs. But, you know, you saw in the second half, they made adjustments and, like, look, Matt Bradley's not hurting us, but everybody else is. Right. Let's worry about some other guys now. It opens up for Matt Bradley. So I think he's a smart player. He's a mature player. I think it's going to be an adjustment for him, just like it was last year. Right. And I think by the time of the season, uh, he'll be rolling a little bit more, and they'll, he'll have some really big games. But I don't think he's going to have to average six, 16.9 points a game. I think he can average 12 or 13 and be equally effective. He's a really good passer, and his defense has improved. And just having another weapon on the floor is going to make them that much more dangerous. 
Mark, uh, word travels fast, and of course, uh, yesterday morning I was reported uh, that the Aztecs were going to be accepted into the Pac-12 sometime this week, and uh, <laughs> that gets around to a lot of people, including my wife, who called me last night and said, oh my God, congratulations, you're into the Pac-12. <laughs> and I said, no, I don't think that's happened yet, but let's let me double check, because what happens, right? The, the report comes out, and then the report that says it's not accurate doesn't get seen by people. And then people like you have to make a bunch of phone calls. Uh, can you just give us a quick update on where that might actually stand? Yeah, I, I really appreciate when these things happen at 7 I in the morning. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's always a lot of fun. You know, it's game day. I'm like, okay, I can relax. We'll start of the game. And, you know, now I'm on the phone. I mean, uh, it, there's nothing to it. And mm. if you watch, I encourage everyone, go watch Dan Patrick. Go watch the clip. They posted it online. It's a throwaway line. They're going to break. He's reading off his phone, and it's just like a laundry list. And and um, he said, oh, yeah, and uh, San Diego State going to the Pac-12 should be announced later this week. And, uh, you know, let's go to break. We'll be right back. It's a heck that of was a laundry it. list right there. Right. And, you know, it almost was like, in a, in a weird way, I, people will remember this, uh, the name Gary Parrish from CBS wrote a, like a four-paragraph story saying the San Diego State was being investigated by the NCAA. Turned out it was nothing, but that blew up, and all of a sudden, you know, you had everyone talking about how they're under investigation, and they really weren't. And it was, you know, someone told him something, and he just thought he'd throw it out there, didn't realize the, the impact it would have in these parts. And it's the same thing with this. Um, th- there's two reasons why there's nothing to it. First of all, UCLA isn't even gone yet, and they might not be gone. I think they will eventually, but the UC Regents are meeting November 17th, and before the UCLA uh, to the Big Ten was a discussion item, now it's an action item. So they're going to meet on it and make some sort of decision or resolution about this, but that's not until November 17th. So I don't think the Pac-12 is going to expand before then. And the second thing is they've been very clear and candid. We're not going to entertain the idea of expansion, vote on it, consider it, until after we have our TV contract. Well, they don't have a TV contract yet. And that's probably not coming maybe for another month. And then after that, they'll start to vet potential expansion candidates and have the, have the uh, presidents meet. And it may be a situation where, because of the way the TV contract's written, everyone has to take a haircut to take a team into the league. And they might say, well, we love San Diego State. We want to take San Diego State, but we don't want to take less money to have them in our league. And so a lot of that has to still be worked out, and I think it's way, way premature. San Diego State very well may, have, may end up in the Pac-12, and you may be going up and doing you know, women's basketball games at Stanford on an annual basis, but <laughs> that's not happening yet, and I think people should just sort of pump the brakes a little bit and relax and, and be patient. Yeah, I did. I did find it peculiar that they used the word inaccurate instead of just saying it, it wasn't true. But uh, we'll wait. Have to wait and see. Mark, as always, before we let you get out of here, I, I wouldn't be doing my job if I didn't. As there is a report kind of circulating that J.D. Wicker may be uh, up for that Mississippi State AD job, and I, I've said it earlier, it would be a tough loss for a school like San Diego State to lose them. What are you hearing on that front? I agree with you. First of all, it would be a really big loss, um, particularly right now with, right. with the whole Pac-12 thing going. He's the main point of contact. And I think it's sort of a trust thing. I mean, they trust J.D. They know that he's really a power conference A.D. at a mid-major school. And, you know, and, and, it, and I think there'd be a trust level that, you know, San Diego State could, to, could make the upgrades they need to make quickly uh, to be a Pac-12 
you know, 12 or power conference caliber school. That said, it's his alma mater. He's still got family mm. down there. Mm. And the guy who just left was making 1.1 million a year. He's making less than 400,000. Mm. And simple economics, personal economics is one thing. And the second thing is the budget there is double what it is at San Diego State. And you have 150 fewer athletes. Uh, and not so, making me feel good right now, Mark, <laughs> at all. I, look, I think he loves it here. I think his family loves it here. I think it would be a very, very hard decision. Um, it's not an automatic. I'm going back to my alma mater if I get offered. But I also think if you're in his shoes, you have to listen, right? Yeah. I mean, triple your salary, going home, your alma mater, a lot more resources. I mean, what more can you do in San Diego other than get you in the Pac-12? You've done everything else. You built the stadium. The basketball program's rolling. Football team won 12 games last year. So can't even I, offer for to sit in the sunshine because it's pouring out there right now. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. All right. Thanks, Mark. As always, great talking to you, man. Enjoy your trip back to Stanford next week. And uh, Looking we'll forward catch to up it. to you soon, buddy. Thanks. All right. Thanks, man. There he goes. Mark Ziegler uh, joining us on the premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad fan hotline. Uh, visit them today in the Carlsbad Auto Mall. Chevrolet find new roads. All right, everybody say goodbye to Tony Gwynn Jr. He, If anybody out there deserved a vacation for a little while, it'd be you. So have a good Thank one you, starting tomorrow. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. I look forward to this vacation, and uh, I look forward to seeing you guys when I come back. Please, because we're going to need we'll someone back. We'll hold the fort back. down hold for it a down few for days. Boy. Chris and I together. Scraby and I have Kirk Kenny on tomorrow. We I don't want to see any black guys when I come back from oh, you. Oh, man. No, I know. We'll be fighting like... Uh, Cats and dogs. The... Um, who is it? Hatfields and McCoys. <laughs> I do love that reference, though. Rate the radio call comes up tomorrow as well. Full four-hour show, so we'll look for you then. Tony, have a good time. We'll Thank talk you, to everybody out there tomorrow at 2 o'clock on Gwen and Bye, Chris. everyone. <laughs> This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Oh, 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 Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.